Welcome back to Future Fires season two. Today, we are recording an episode on healthy relationships. This season, we have been talking a lot about wellness, overall wellness, kind of what that means individually for our community as well. Um, we really did want to focus on healthy relationships in, in all sorts of ways, you know, not just relationships with your partner or with people, but relationships with everything in life, with your culture, with being active, with, you know, making changes in your life, just those healthy changes, healthy relationships in general. And today we brought on two really amazing guests, one of which that I've got to spend a decent amount of time working with on amazing projects. And I will turn it over to them to go ahead and introduce themselves. Hi, Wyatt. Um, my name is Michelle. I am Yaki, Siksika, and Chichimek. And I brought along my beautiful daughter with me to join us today. I work for the California Consortium for Urban Indian Health. I am team lead for the Red Line, which is our peer support warm line for our Native community. And I'm thankful that we're here today. Hi, I'm Camille. Um, I'm her daughter, and I'm a high school student. Um, yeah. Well, thank you all for being here today. It's so great to have you on this episode. I know we've been wanting to record this episode for some time and, you know, y'all constantly were brought up in terms of healthy relationships and Michelle, like everyone wanted us to bring you on board for this episode, just to talk about, you know, what that means to have healthy relationships and what that looks like. So the first question that really comes to mind when thinking about healthy relationships and one thing that kind of the team was really curious about when developing the questions for this episode was what does a healthy relationship mean to you? So um, let's see here. I I feel like healthy relationships and what, what that means is such a broad thing, right? Like it's such a broad concept. I would say healthy personal relationships for me um, are grounded in friendship. And although I've always told my daughter, I am not your friend, I am your mother. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard that in your past. Um, the older she gets, I feel like the more we become friends. But yeah, I think healthy relationships are grounded in, in good friendship, you know, and, and mutual respect. And so sometimes as a parent, I forget that mutual respect, you know, and, and that my daughter is a human being in and of her own. So, you know, just trying to remember that, that that respect is something that's really important. And, and that friendship is something that's really important, even with your kid, um, and even with trying to ground your children in good ways for them to be able to grow, to have self-respect, you know? I think that's really what healthy relationships are for me. That's what I try and come to the table with. I'm not always good at that, but I try. I don't know because, you know, I'm just like a kid still. So I have like a lot to learn about relationships. I just recently got out of my like first long relationship and it really sucked to like not have that anymore but you know like we you know respectful of each other mm. so you know I don't I don't really know <laughs> yeah I'd like to add that you know Camille and her ex-partner were uh were super respectful when when they were going out together they if they were having conflict they would talk which is like what who are these kids and how are they like adulting better than us <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, so I feel like it's something that I, I don't worry about, like that personal private relationship that my kid has with somebody. I'm not so stressed out about it now. Like before I was, I was like, oh my God, I should just become like this total jerk, you know, kind of thing. But I feel like our relationship as, you know, my husband and my, myself and, and raising Camille to have boundaries and to adhere to those boundaries that 
when somebody comes at her in a disrespectful way with, for her, that she knows how to step up and say that this is my boundary and I can't let you, you know, overstep that. And, and I think that's part of healthy relationship too, setting those boundaries and, and having that self-respect in order for you to, to stand up for yourself and say, hey, this isn't okay, but not in a mean way, you know, in a, in a respectful way. Great answer. I really love it. You talked a lot about boundaries and I think boundaries is one sort of aspect and like a foundational element of healthy relationships. So I think the next question I really want to ask you both is in your perspective, like what are the foundational elements of a strong and healthy relationship? And like Camille coming from like high school perspective of just getting out of your first sort of like long relationship, like what are some things that you learned through that, that you feel like are very foundational elements that like are a requirement for you moving forward and having a healthy relationship with a partner or even just with some of your friends that you meet in high school? So like the boundaries that I learned while I was in the relationship was kind of just like having your own stuff to do. Like you can do other things without having to like bring the person that you have your life with you kind of thing. But we kind of had good boundaries, but yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I agree with that line. I thought what you were explaining was like that having separate things, right? And so, you know, Camille's friend would go, you know, to parties with his friends, you know, and then I would say, hey, you know, where's your boyfriend, you know, and it's like, oh, he went to a party with his friends, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, why didn't you go? And she's like, I didn't want to, <laughs> you know, so or, or vice versa, you know, his mom would ask, Hey, where's Camille at? And she's like doing her own thing, you know? And, and so I think that was a really healthy part of their relationship, like that separation. But another thing that I found as a mom that was really healthy was his willingness to come and be in her family space and her willingness to be his family space. And the both of them taking not advice but more direction from each other's families in a respectful way so trust is also a really big thing can you elaborate a little bit more on the trust thing just like you mean more like trust like like i trust because i chose you and we're friends and we have a good relationship and a respectful relationship that you're not going to do things to hurt me or yeah they mean things or yeah stuff like that you know yeah I feel like those are really great additions to sort of boundaries in terms of things that help build a foundational relationship and strong relationship a healthy relationship and I think it brings one thing to mind and that's really about like this sort of and I think Michelle when you were talking about like this supporting family and like your daughter going to be in his family and him coming to be in your family kind of gets me thinking about like mutual respect. Um, so I'm just curious, like, how do you feel mutual respect contributes to a healthy relationship? Mutual respect is, I think, the ultimate foundation, right? Because with that comes friendship, comes trust, comes, you know, the adherence to your boundaries and to the other person's boundaries. So I think ultimately, being respectful of that other individual is the ultimate foundational thing, right? And so, you know, respect for our mother earth, respect for our spirituality, respect for our community, respect for our families, 
respect for ourselves, you know, respect for our youth and our ancestors. And, you know, like all of those things are all relationships that we have in our lives. And it all starts there. And it's not a commanding or demanding of respect. You know, it's a giving. It's a gift to give. That's how I feel. I'm not good at it sometimes. <laughs> we are not infallible. That is for sure, right? Or I am infallible. I mess up often. and But when I mess up, I try to go back and fix what I messed up. Not always good at that either, but I'm willing to try. And, and I think my daughter, I think Camille knows that sometimes. And... <laughs> You know, my, my life partner knows that sometimes. And um, I think that's really the, the biggest foundation is that respect. And I hope that I've taught my daughter some self-respect, you know, and what I see from her 17 year old self is that she does have that. And it, and it makes me super proud to be her mom. Michelle, you did a wonderful job in breaking down sort of what mutual respect means, especially when it comes down to, you know, having a daughter and kind of seeing things pass on from generation to generation in terms of having self-respect. And I was just curious if maybe Camille, you could provide some examples of how respect is demonstrated, like in a relationship, whether that be with, you know, your girlfriends, with your guy friends, with your partner, what are some, you know, examples that you could give to other youth around how they should be seeing respect demonstrated in their relationships? If your friends are babying you, they aren't your friends. Um, if <laughs> if you feel that they are being inconsiderate towards you and keyword not respectful towards you, then they're not helping you in any way. Anybody, guy friends, your your family especially, which I know that that's really hard because you know family is supposed to be everything, but family can even. Uh, not respect you and what you think and what you believe in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay to not like your family sometimes, you know? It's okay to not have a strong relationship with your family if if they're not building you up. We have a rule, do not engage. And that's like, if, if family's being dramatic and they want to, you know, stir the pot and they want to bring discord into your home and discourse into your home and like things are just being chaotic and crazy it's okay to put that boundary up and say i i can't do that i need you to not come into my space you know that's just that's just asking for some respect of 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 distance you know i think that camille's right if people are not there to help build you up then why are you know thinking about why are these people in my life you know mm -hmm. friends especially friends, because you don't have to keep friends in your life if, if they're not going to help you to, you know, it, it's not even about being successful. If they're not going to help you feel good as a human being, you know? Well, Michelle, just like given, you know, where you're at, you know, you have a daughter, you have a partner, you've, you know, gone through so much in terms of like life, like, could you provide some examples like throughout your life that you feel like you like, this is a strong example of like what respect means in a relationship? I want to say my strongest example of respect in a relationship was the relationship that I had with my grandmother. You know, she raised me and my cousins because my aunts and uncles had to go to work. Right. And so she was our caregiver growing up and she was our caregiver all through the summertime. And her example of love unconditionally 
and respect of people unconditionally is what I strive to be. Her unconditional love was like true. It was like a real thing, you know, and and when we were kids and we were teenagers and young adults, you know, being unkind to people, she would always ask, you know, where's, is this coming from love or is this coming from your hurt? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I think because of her, I do the work that I do because of her, I've tried hard to, to give love, you know, to people in my, in my life. Some people don't deserve that love. Not that they don't deserve the love. They just don't deserve the time and the energy. And so I've had a lot of people in my life that I thought were lifetime friends. And then something happens and I realize that they're not. And so I have to let them go. I have to let them go and respect the fact that they just weren't the right person at the right time and have that respect for them to let them go so they don't have to keep trying and respect for myself you know, to let them go. So we're not, you know, ending up in a place where we don't really like each other, you know? So I want to say my grandmother is definitely that that example that was set for me on, on a healthy relationship, on a loving relationships. And, mm-hmm. and that, that goes both ways. And it should go both ways. It should be a mutual respect and love. Yeah, that's a great example. And I mean, yeah, super heartwarming to hear like, you know, you had a grandma so beautiful who loved you in such a way that kind of is like a really good role model for you moving forward and kind of a role model for your daughter as well, being able to kind of see that through generations. I know we've talked a lot about mutual respect and then just talking about respect in general and how one thing I'm thinking about too is like when you're not getting that respect, like it, it always tends to bring up conflict. So I think Another big thing is like navigating like conflict in a healthy relationship. So just how, how would you, or like, how do you personally approach like conflict resolution in a healthy way in relationships? Like when there is conflict, like what are some key things that you kind of draw on to navigate that conflict and kind of come to a healthy conclusion with, with whatever you're going through in a relationship? So we had conflict today. We were texting back and forth. It was um, it was related to school stuff. I want to say that, you know, even though we were kind of like texting back and forth and being like, you know, you're not doing this and you're not listening. You know, she's like, you're not listening to me. And I'm like, no, you're not listening to me. And, and we're kind of going back and forth. It always comes back to the fact that I trust I trust my kid and, and that I've trusted myself to raise her well, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always have to like stop and pause and go, oh, she's right. When she's like, you raised me to do this. Like, you know, yeah. um, you raised me to be, you know, to take care of myself and to take care of things I need to take care of. And then I'm just like, oh, she's right. And then we kind of, she sent me a funny, a funny um, message, audio message. It was really embarrassing to take. I like stood in front of it <laughs> on the senior quad. And I was like, I'm literally fine. Like I was yelling at my it was funny and then I got it and then we laughed and then you know and 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 now now we're all chummy and buddy buddy. we're friends again hey that's two prime good examples of navigating conflict like I feel like one taking a moment to stop and pause Mm -hmm. and really gather your thoughts and two humor or like some sort of laughter always helps mend uh conflict for sure yeah and so there's been times where you know she's been mad at me for days right and there's been times where I've been mad at her for days you know but we always come back to 
you know, darn, she's right. I did raise her to be smart and I did raise her. She is smart. And I raised her to have that self-respect to do the things that she knows she needs to do. And, and so it's like, Oh, she's right. Oh, okay. And then I have to own it. Right. I have to own my part in the conflict, but we always do come back to laughter and joking around and, and I love you more than than the whole wide universe. So there's that. (laughs) So just thinking about like the youth, this, season of future fires is really kind of youth based and really is for the youth. Um, Camille, is there any sort of advice that you would give to your younger self or to people younger than you around like navigating conflict in friendships and relationships? Like, are there any specific sort of strategies you have in mind for like handling disagreements, like in a way that seems healthy and not sort of just yelling at each other or like getting into a fight? Whenever I get into like an argument with somebody, I will usually like just think about what I'm going to say before I say it, because you don't want to say something that you will like regret um, and just kind of like decompress a little bit. I am totally and completely attached to my phone and it is really, really bad, but I found that texting it out really helps because there's no emotion behind it. So that, and then also like you can like read your thoughts out and just like kind of like this is the first point that I want to make. And then this is the second point that I want to make, you know, and just kind of like going down the line. So yeah, just like, just thinking about it, kind of putting everything together before you say it. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anytime you, you, you could YouTube this, you know, you could look, you can look up healthy resolutions to conflict, stuff like that. Um, Anytime you're in conflict in that way, a lot of times just, you know, putting on those listening ears, right? Like Camille just today, she was like, will you put on your listening ears? (laughs) Let's put on our listening ear, you know, being sarcastic, but she's right. She's absolutely right. Um, And so listening with empathy and intent Mm -hmm. to somebody and what really is bothering them and allowing them to air their grievance without you jumping in and saying, no, I didn't do that or no, and being defensive. Let them tell you. And then ask them to listen and give you the time that you gave them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that should be helpful. You know, I haven't heard that in a while, the, the listening ears, but I do love this sort of idea <laughs> of being able to sit back and put on your little listening bunny ears and really listen and understand someone from a place of empathy and support. And that just brings me kind of into my next point around like emotional support and understanding and healthy relationships, because that's a really big thing, I think, is like having that emotional support and understanding, whether it be from your mom, from your siblings, from your, you know, your friends at school. Um, So I was just curious, like, how do you think we can better understand each other's like needs and emotions in healthy relationships and like kind of what role does emotional support play in healthy relationships? I think a lot of the time, um, like movies and shows and, you know, like society kind of portrays like healthy relationships as like lovey-dovey and it's always happy and there's no problems at all whatsoever. You will have problems. You'll have problems in all your relationships. Um, There will be rough patches. There will be little bumps here and there. And what I think is healthy with that is smoothing those bumps out figuring out how to work around them, right? Going back to communication um, and, you know, just 
yeah, it's it's not always pretty. Just yeah. I want to say um first and foremost, your friendship to yourself and your your respect of yourself, that's what will guide you. And when I mean respect of self, I don't mean like you're going to respect me, you know, I don't mean that. That is not being respectful of self and others, you know. I mean like if somebody is coming at you and they're and they're supposed to be somebody that is supportive in your in your life um and they're coming at you in a harsh mean way that you take a moment to really analyze whether or not that individual is in your life to harm or care and if they're there to love you then you need to expect that kind of love, like, right? Like it's super important for us to have people who truly love us. And I know there's a lot of youth in our community that have family members that are hurt because of historical trauma, because of, you know, I mean, all of our families have have experienced this, this historical trauma. And, and we as parents have to unlearn that, you know, in order for our kids to heal. We have to unlearn that historical trauma, which means we have to look at it ourselves. And we have to take that trauma that our ancestors have taken in and taken upon their shoulders. And we have to address that. And, and that's hard to do, you know, that's hard to do, but it's doable. So for our youth, I want to say, see if you can find the people around you that are there to help the healers. You know, if if it's an auntie that that loves you unconditionally, you know, try and be with her. If it's, you know, an uncle that sits and listens to you in a good way, then, you know, listen to his words because they're going to try and help guide you through that hurt and that harm. And for, for us parents, we, we really do need to heal our, our stuff, you know, and, and I want our, I want our community, our parents to know that it is not a bad thing to reach out for help. If you need help, if you need therapy, if you need substance treatment, if you need anything, if you need any kind of help to get you to, to, to start to heal so we're not harming our next generation, then please do that. You know, do that. It's not for you. It's for you and our next generations. No, that's beautiful. And it's really great to hear you kind of just reflect on personal experience. Um, and just kind of where you're at with with your life now and with your family and with your daughter and kind of looking forward for the next generations, what that's going to look like in terms of being in relationships that come from a place of health and, and uh, love and not a place of harm. And I really just wanted to ask if you if there was anything else that you wanted to like reflect on in terms of like personal experience, especially Camille, like a lot of, you know, we have a decent amount of youth that tune into our show and kind of listen to our podcasts. And I'm just curious if you could share any like personal experiences where like these sort of principles we've talked about today of a healthy relationship were like particularly important, or if there's been experiences where you've had the complete opposite and you immediately know like, this is so, so not healthy for me. Like I need to get out of this or any sort of like personal experience that you would want to share that might help a youth who's listening to this kind of get a better glimpse of things that are happening in their own lives. Another like key point for relationships is to love yourself um, because you can't love another person unless you don't love yourself first. Um, I've definitely like suffered with a whole bunch of like body image issues for a lot of my life. And I was all like, oh, I'm never going to get into a relationship. 
and everything like sucks and my life sucks and I suck and everything sucks. And just the way that I like thought of myself wasn't very respectful to me. And that like made maybe not have like good relationships with people because I didn't look at myself with respect. So therefore, why would I surround myself with people who respected me now that I do? And I and I don't think of myself like that anymore. I I love myself. You know, I have the utmost respect for myself. So like now I surround myself with people who love me and treat me with the respect that I deserve. And I give them the respect that they deserve, you know, and that's a really big thing relationships you know yeah healthy it starts with a healthy relationship within yourself which is a beautiful way to kind of somewhat come to a close out of our of our episode here like really having a healthy relationship within first is very something that will be like externally seen with, with all your relationships and i i hope you camille you could share a little bit more about this sort of you talked about this sort of hard time where you didn't really have that respect for yourself and you were kind of going through a moment where you didn't really have that respect for yourself. And I think that's a huge issue with um, social media today, especially with youth. You know, there's people who are, who, ha- who have like, actually they look in the mirror and they really, because there's on so much media that they think that's how they need to look. And this is how I need to be. And this is how I have to act. And this is how I should be talking. Like how, what was some things that got you through that in your own head? You know, like when you're going through that experience and felt that way about yourself, which I'm sure there's a lot of youth out there that struggle with that. Like, what were some things that really helped you and that could possibly help some youth listening to this episode? I think everybody's going to be very disappointed in my answer. Social media helped me. <laughs> um, I think that social media is a very like big double-edged sword of it's really, really terrible, but it can also be really, really great. I don't love how we look at it as like this really terrible bad thing not saying that it isn't but i'm also saying that i've met so many people that looked like me you know there are definitely people out there it's not like the main thing right and you do have to look for it but i found them and they made me feel amazing and just like you know, watching their videos about how to be positive about how you look and, you know, like watching them dress the way that I wanted to dress and be like, oh my gosh, they're a beautiful person. Why would I ever feel like this about myself? That pulled me out of what was going on, you know, following pages that you, uh, that like promoted respect for yourself. That was a really, really big thing. Just like, making social media a better thing for you right yeah (laughs) well this has been a very robust conversation we've talked a lot about just boundaries different aspects of healthy relationships we've talked a bit about personal experiences social media Um, and I just wanted to as we're closing this episode out ask you both if there's any final thoughts after recording this that you really want to make sure that you share with the youth Mm -hmm regarding healthy relationships no i think just keep in mind the you know keywords respect communication love those things relationships are hard but you can make it easy i believe (laughs) keep that self-respect your friendships are so important friendships with your family friendships with your your friends and find the people, find the people that, that are going to 
be good to you and and respectful of you. Well, I can't thank you both enough for being on this episode, for coming here to be a part of season two of Future Fires, our You Sowing Seed season, and sharing a little bit about healthy relationships. And I really hope that everyone listening to this podcast takes it all to heart and is able to kind of listen a few times and take away some key aspects that were discussed today about healthy relationships and apply them in their own life. And like you said, Michelle, asking for help when you need it and just being there to support. So I can't thank you both enough for being here. And to everyone listening, I hope you have a lovely day and we're saving a seat by the fire just for you. Mm